0: Welcome to the 300th, that's right, 300th episode of Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. Um, I, I can't believe I've done 300 episodes. I mean, I can, but I can't. Uh, I started in 2015, and if you listen to the early episodes, you can hear my mother, because she was alive for the first few episodes of this podcast, And I started the podcast because someone actually, you know, asked me to do a podcast. And I thought, what is different about, you know, me or what I would want to do on a podcast so it's not like everyone else's? And I realized that, you know, I say kill me now about a thousand times a day because everything annoys me. So I thought, hey, I'm going to ask people, What makes them fucking pissed off and crazy? And that's what I did. But it's become so much more than that. So I am thrilled and honored that I've been, you know, doing this for uh, how many years now? Six years, and that you still listen. So thank you, thank you to everyone. God, times have changed over the last six years, Um, but we still all get pissed off. And to begin today's episode, I am actually being interviewed. Oh, yeah. I'm being interviewed by the producer of this podcast. And I am being interviewed by my assistant. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I hope you enjoy my 300th episode. Because we're also going to be having some special guests. Welcome to the 300th episode of kill me now. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that, you know, I'm giving away the reins and you know, here we go.
1: Yay. Yay. (laughs) It's so weird to actually be talking on the podcast. So this is, uh, my name is Laura Vogel and I am Judy's podcast producer. Um, but it would be Physically and emotionally impossible uh, to do that <laughs> without the support of uh, Brittany, who is going to introduce herself now.
3: Hello, this is bizarre as well because I'm just used to editing the videos. Instead, I've never been on a podcast, so this is exciting. I'm Brittany Joe Sowards. I'm Judy's boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but the deep dark secret that I think brings us all together, because you know on every episode of your podcast, you always ask people questions that they really don't expect and you get to things from their childhood and from their upbringing. And, you know, you have them discuss their trauma in a lighthearted, but honest way. I wanted to reveal one of your deep, dark secrets, which Uh is actually you are one of the, and I know that this sounds very gay. Um, I'm allowed to say that. Oh, that's now the gay bell. Sorry. (laughs) Maybe Maybe you do the Jew bell and I'll do the gay bell. Okay. Um, But, um, but you're actually one of the nicest people that we work with. Like you're incredibly thoughtful and compassionate. Um, My aunt died of COVID during the pandemic. And I got to tell you, nobody checked in on me more than Judy gold and people were checking in. People were thoughtful. You know, I'm not saying that I don't have support. I definitely do, but you know, anytime I would text Judy about a work thing, she would ignore the workplace <laughs> creating. Um, and instead be like, how are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? What's going on? You know? Um, and she was sick for a little bit beforehand and I had mentioned it sort of just as an excuse for being somewhat distracted and, uh, and Judy just kept on following up and it's always like that. So I understand that like, you know, you have this like personality, um, <laughs> but the, the, Thing that people that aren't Jewish might not understand is that a Jewish mother is brash and intense but also it comes from this like deep place of caring and I think that that's the part um of your mother that you really carry with you in a profound way I only got to meet your mom one time many years ago uh but that's what I see of her in you is this thing where you're like yeah she's super intense but it comes from a place of like, extreme care and love and like empathy.
3: Yeah, Um, I do think Laura and I agreed that you're very self-deprecating on the podcast and just in general, and you're a comic, so of course. But if people don't know you in person, I think maybe they love your comedy, maybe they love the podcast, maybe they think in real life, maybe working with you, maybe you would be like a Jewish mother, but you are genuinely... I've, and I've told you this before, I've had to turn down jobs from other people saying, oh, will you assist for me? And I said, I'll never be able to work for anyone in this capacity. Like I do for Judy, because you are caring and you're compassionate and you're the first person to know when I'm in a bad mood, (laughs) (laughs) if I walk in the door, you're like instantly, it's like a radar. You're like, what's wrong. (laughs) And you can totally read that. And you care more about the person. And I think that especially in show business, it's such an exceptional gift And you don't get praised about that enough. So we wanted to be nice to you for this one moment.
0: Oh, thank you. You know, I feel like I did get that from my parents. You know, definitely this, you know, empathy. I'm very empathetic um, to a fault. And I also probably would say that a lot of people, I know, I don't think a lot of people know that about me. You know, like I, I write thank you note, I handwrite thank you notes if someone has me over for dinner. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm very old fashioned and I do care deeply about people. And I think that is the demise of my (laughs) career because, you know, I just, I can't be, yeah, I can be an asshole on stage, but I really can't be an asshole in life. I can't do it.
1: Well, you genuinely care about people, which is actually, I think, what that's one of the things that made me want to do the podcast was because when you listen to your interviews, it's not like I work with so many other people that do these podcasts. And when they show up, you know, the host typically has not done very much research. You spend days combing through things. When I send people to you, you're always like, okay, tell me everything that you know about them. Where did they grow up? You know, you really you have the like give a shit factor where you genuinely want to know about people and what they're doing and why they are the way they are. That's you what, know, like, that's
0: the thing. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone has a story and a lot of times mm-hmm. they never get the opportunity to share their real story. And that's what I find fascinating about people, why they are the way we, they are. And I initially, because I get so annoyed at everything th- that was why we, we called the podcast kill me now because I was just like, I can't take, like I get so upset about like injustice and like just incompetence. And, and I thought, what's a good way to get people to talk passionately about something and anger things that, you know, that would bring out the passion, but it's become so much more than that. And I, I have done so many interviews where the person interviewing me has done no homework Mm-hmm. And I just want to, you know, like, really, it's so easy. It takes some extra time, but I don't want people to feel that the way I feel so many times when people ask me like, Oh, what, what made you just you know, get into comedy. I don't know. Read my, my, my um, website, read any, you know, there's so much shit about me. Just do your fucking homework. What it makes you- the person feel better. I mean, You know, you're on you're on there. And it's so funny when people are like, wait, how'd you find that out? You know, it's just if you do a little work, read the book that they're promoting, you know, watch the TV show. Do it. Find out about it. People are fascinating to me. Do you think we should change the name of the podcast?
1: (laughs) No, but that's also why you get along with other people like that. I mean, you're not asking the question that everybody asks, which is like, you know. Hey, Judy, uh, what's it like to be a woman in comedy, <laughs> <laughs> but like Judy, 300 episodes, that's a big thing. You've, you've sat here and talked to a whole lot of people and you, you've done it in like a really tiny, uh, closet sa- slash sweat box at ad large, their studios, uh, that they call the cabana. I think because they joke because it's steamy and disgusting. Right. It started at CBS and they had a pretty nice studio.
0: Then they moved, they got bought out by someone else. And I went downtown, they were, that was a pretty nice studio. Then we went to Ad Large, uh, which was a closet with no ventilation. I can't tell you how many people were dripping sweat, disgusting in that uh, little studio. And then, I mean, I did other places, but since the pandemic, we've been virtual. Cause yeah. I really wanted it to be in person because I'm so intimate with the, you know, um, conversation, but I think it works.
1: I had wanted you to do virtual podcasts for a while. Um, and you were always like, no, I need to like, see the person in the room. And I do think it's helpful, but as we've gotten more comfortable with zoom, I think it's really started to work because it, it sort of changes the dynamic a little bit because part of what happens when you're in the room with someone is that they come in and they're in an uncomfortable place (laughs) and you put them at ease and you put them at ease while at the same time sort of disarming them by asking them questions about themselves. But at home, people are comfortable. They're at their home. Right. Um, So it makes it a little bit, I don't know, it makes it a little bit more intimate, which I think works. So it's definitely evolved, but I don't think it's like, Good or bad, it's just a little bit different. And then when we do the live show, it's a completely different experience. Right. It's She's a
0: whole different experience. Yeah. Um, and we did one with Sandra Bernhardt. Where the hell was that? That was on 77 at the tryout, which was great too. But yeah, I kind of like the zoom. And it gives then Brittany has video to edit that she loves doing.
3: <laughs> I love my job. Thumbs up. Thumbs
4: up,
0: baby. <laughs>
3: But I do love having the video and I loved, uh, getting to see the evolution of coming to all the live shows first, Isaac, and then to the club coming. (laughs) It is so special because as a podcast listener myself, I love the opportunity to get to go to a live show. And I think that that's so special because you are a performer. You're not just a a podcaster doing a live show. Right. So it's really special.
0: Thank you. thank you, thank yeah. you. I, I I don't know how long Brittany's going to be nice to me, but I'm enjoying it.
3: <laughs> as soon as the <laughs> zoom in. no, I'm kidding. Um, I wanted to ask you, Judy. I know you've done so many of these videos. I mean, videos, interviews, and so many of them have been incredible. Do you have any that just stand out in your mind where you thought was like an exceptional interview or something that really meant a lot to you?
0: Well, you know, the very beginning, my my mother was on. Before she, she died the year I started the podcast. So it was nice having those. um, I think Mara Wilson was on and we called my mother. So it was nice being able to call her and have her on a few episodes. But there, you know, there were some episodes that I just, you know, you do the research, but then you're having this conversation. Artie Lang I oh, had yeah. Artie Lang on and we were really talking about his life and his father. And I got some messages from people who worked with him at Stern saying, I, I didn't even know half the stuff about him. You know, when we we, you know, just really having a normal conversation and the person not having to be like, hey, who? Hey, you know, th- that's what's so great. Michelle Ballin, who um, is a is a comic. I mean, her life was fascinating. I mean, I can't believe her life story.
1: It's so fascinating. Right. Also, like she quit smoking and I was like, what are you going to do for half your act? I know. Right. (laughs) He doesn't smoke. I
0: mean, then I was like honored. I had Dick Cavett. I mean, that was amazing. Oh, my God. I have to go through Roberta Kaplan, who Robbie Kaplan. She was the lawyer for the Edie Windsor uh, for the, the marriage equality. Mm -hmm. She, she argued before the Supreme court. She's fucking brilliant. You know, a lot of the comics were just, we're different people. You know, we think differently and anyone who would choose, you know, stand up as a profession. I mean, there's something wrong with us. So I think comics talk to one another differently than they talk to civilians, as we call you people. But I don't. I don't know. Was are there any that stand out for you that you
1: just? Mary Trump really stood out to me. Oh yeah, I loved Mary. Talking. Yep. It was just this different side of her that you don't see. You just don't see her being funny and being weird yeah and hilarious um, and kind of dirt and like she has lizard like gecko. I,
0: I oh, can't. she's fascinating. But it's like you know you know these people one way, and that's. That's the thing. There's so much more to, you know, to these people. There's everyone has so many different dimensions. So, yeah, uh, she was great, too. I mean, I have to look at a list. I'm sure I'm missing. But I really love this
3: is going to make me sound younger than I am. But I do really like everyone that you interview, because maybe I don't know who everyone is, but I should do you know what I mean? I think yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah. you you get a lot of interviews with people who are not necessarily on the mainstream platforms because they've just been a comic for fifty years, so they don't right. have to fucking prove anything to anybody. Right, right. But it's been really special. Like, or you interview famous stars that I've never heard of. I didn't know who Isaac Mizrahi was. Oh my god! But but when <laughs> we went to your live show. I was like shook. Um, and now <laughs> I think it's hilarious since that podcast, I see him everywhere and I go, how did I even right. miss him in the first place? It's like, amazing. Did, he's you in know, everything for
0: forever. There are other people like, you know, Daryl Roth to, to talk to her. Yes. Um, she's so, she's such an amazing person. You know, Andrea Martin. What? Let's see. Daryl who else? was
1: also great because you know, she's another one that's in your circle of people who-
0: Has a know, profound effect on your life and you don't even know that. She is, Daryl Roth, the theater that she produces and the fact that, you know, here's a woman who produce, like produces stuff from the heart, like does it for the love of theater and to change the world. Like she is really what a producer- should be of theater when you think of how theater does change the world and has such a profound impact impact on our society. She's amazing. You know who else really I loved? Um and I thank I, I'm so happy he did my podcast was Father James Martin. Oh uh, I just love that man. And he got a lot of crap for doing, you know, my podcast and he didn't care, you know, you know, he is truly what the embodiment of what it means to be a Christian. I mean, I'm a Jew, as you know. You know, he is a Jesuit priest who what worked in the court. He went to um, what call it? Uh, the pens. What's pen? Uh, the the business school of Penn. What's it called? God damn it, Judy! I can't believe I've said God damn it. I'm talking about Father James Martin. Um, <laughs> Wharton. He went to Wharton. He went to Wharton. Oh, yeah. he's brilliant, and the work he does is is so incredible and his views are so right on and he's fearless and he has all these amazing books and i'm i still talked i love this man and he did my podcast which you know for a jesuit priest or any religious figure might be a little controversial but you know he he was incredible and fascinating oh i just adore him
1: um what about some of the early ones when you and Hennessy were doing it together, like that was such a different vibe. It was such yeah, a thing. and like it had its moment and it was great. And like now it's evolved into something different. I also think that you know you really um, benefited from having some support at the get go before you felt right, you felt confident to go out in your. Well, own.
0: yeah, I was like, I, you know, I had been asked to do the podcast, and I was like, what do I? What is you know, how do I make this not like every other podcast? And, you know, Hennessy was a student of mine and I really saw a lot of raw talent in him. I asked Hennessy, I was like, Hennessy's hip and cool and a different generation. And, you know, but our work ethic completely, you know, I have no executive function. He has less. Um, <laughs> And I love Hennessy. I love Hennessy and I wish him only good things. But yeah, the the whole podcast evolved into a whole other direction because, you know, he's a different kind of performer and I'm like, I love these intense interviews. I love, you know, I didn't want it to be all like, hey, oh, here's a joke. You know, I didn't want that.
1: Well, but also you weren't sure that you didn't want that until you actually did it. And so when you right. to the podcast from the beginning, you really see an evolution of, you're like, I'm doing a bit to, we're doing a bit to, wait, maybe we're not like, what's, right. what are the questions here? Like it dives deeper. And then when you're off on your own, you really, I think we're at a place where you felt comfortable enough to just have like a really in- intensely honest conversation that yes, right. it's funny because you're a funny person. You're talking to people who are funny. So it's funny. But it also because-
3: just because it's a comi- comic interviewing a comic doesn't mean it has to be funny, which I right. think is also why your in podcast is so good.
0: Cause it's not, I don't want, I didn't want it to be sticky. Like I, I was like, Oh, it has to be sticky in the beginning. I was like, no, it doesn't have to be sticky,
3: you know? So Judy gold, uh, yeah. what is your, uh, but our collective kill me now is, uh, working for you sometimes, mm-hmm. but not all the time. <laughs> uh, so what's your kill me now this week?
0: Okay, I have a couple of kill me nows for this week. Number one, I had an audition a few days ago via Zoom. This kill me now makes me want, this is why I want, I would, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be a consumer advocate. And I get this from my mother, because my mother, if she was treated unfairly or saw someone being treated, she would write a letter. I'm writing to the president of the president, you know. So I had an audition and it was via Zoom lovely casting people. I love them. And, uh, after the zoom audition, my gay agent calls me, he's like, it went really well. Uh, so it's shooting next week. So where are you? I'm like, I'm "In my province. So you might have to come home. You might have to come home. I'm like, well, when I'm planning on coming on Monday, well, you might have to come home earlier. I go, well, when will, you know, I, I don't know. I- I'll find out tomorrow. So the next day happens nothing. And then it's Saturday and you know, you sit there, you know, marinating over. Oh my God, do I have to leave? When do I pack? You know, like it's so fucks with your head. And uh, finally, Saturday said, "What is going on?" And he said, "Oh, I'll check in." And he checked in. They said, "Sorry, we love her." The usual. It's going to someone else. And it—it's not that I—they gave it to someone else like that. Of course, you know, they're ninety-nine point nine nine percent of the time it goes to somewhere else. And I wrote this in a post, you know, we, we do this for the 1.001% of the time where they say, yeah, you're right. Because that could change your life, but just call just, you know, there's gotta be a better way so that actors are not sitting around wondering, wait, am I still doing this? Am I, you know, can I book this other thing? It's just, that's the that's the part that really upsets me with auditioning. You know, you get pinned, they call it like getting pinned. There should be a, a law or a rule that if you're unpinned, you should get a call immediately. You know, so you're not sitting there going, "Oh, I don't know, I might have to do, you know." So that that's it. I was that was my kill me now and also you know, you feel like a pain in the ass where you're like, hello, what's going on? And it's not about it's not like I'm desperate. You know, I have a great life. I have I work all the time. I have to create my I create my own stuff because no one gives me anything. But, you know, just respect the time. And um, that's it. That So that was my kill me now. My other kill me now is like I come home and Ben's home from college now And it's like, I have, you know, I have no space and I just want to fucking kill myself, but I'm happy to have him. But then it's like, okay, bye.
3: Yeah, I I hear you because because it's like any other industry who's who is like disrespected with their time in that way. You know, if you're you're either going to the next round of interviews or you're not. Right. Just let us know.
0: Yeah. They just let you hang. And I hate it.
1: Well, they just want to keep their options open, but they have no consideration right. for the fact that it's closing options for you.
0: Right, yeah. but it's also like, I've spoke, I have a good friend who's a casting director, uh, or was. And she, she told me there were so many times where they would have a whole day of auditions. and she, And in the morning, they were like, we have an offer out to blank. We're just waiting to hear back. And all these people who have spent hours preparing for an audition, when there's already an offer out to someone, and they don't really even need to do, they do it as backup. It's like, let the person know that. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, and also build each other up. Women should build each other up, you know, support one another, hire, you know, it's, that's the other thing. Women not helping women. Mm-hmm. There's room for everyone. hmm except for my fucking fat ass. I, you know, here's the other kill me now. I took a picture last night with Will Silvance at at the uh, city winery. And I'm just, I'm like, I hate my body. I hate my body right now. And I hate hating my body.
1: Is it because of the pandemic or do you just have like moments where you go up and down with body positivity? No,
0: it's, it's my, it's, I gained weight and my, my doctor's like, oh, you only gained 12 pounds. Very good. I'm like, no. And it's also that I have these jeans and I can't put them on. I don't like not having, I don't know. I just want to, it's like when I was skinny, when I was younger and I was like, oh, I'm so fat. And then I look at pictures, I'm like, I wasn't fat. And then. You know, years go by, and I'm like, I'm so fat because I was a little heavier, and I'm like, I was still not fat. Now I feel fat. Okay. Well, Can I have your jeans? Realized, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I give. I also give Brittany all my clothes. Okay. That is the one positive of having. A yeah, really she gets all box. my Eileen Fisher get- stuff. Okay. One time, one time, I was
3: googling her to get a to try to find a photo, and I found a photo of her in a shirt that I was wearing that she had given me. <laughs> it's a very strange moment. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Judith, uh, what do you do for your mental health? I know you say every week on the episode you always say that you meditate and uh, you you talk about the medications that you take. But like, right, what is something it, that maybe is a little more maybe something a little more pandemic specific.
0: Okay. That you I, like you really um, need to do. I have, as you see, I have a piano. Um, you know, I do try to meditate. I, I haven't been diligent the past couple of weeks and I do try to do my fucking Peloton and whatever, and, and exercise, but I have realized that music is, I mean, it definitely changes my brain, but you know, the other day I was, I'm writing because I'm writing on better things and I'm writing scripts and like, it takes me, it uses another part of my brain. It takes me away. Music is really, that's what does it for me. And even I'm just sitting there learning something. I'll even just do hand exercises and that kind of focus, Um, Learning a musical instrument Or I've been playing piano my whole life But it's really pretty amazing Challenging your brain like that And it's just a different part of your brain So I would have to say Playing music um, Is is really the thing that Helps my brain Well it shuts down
3: the inner voice And it lets you communicate With a different different
0: part of you Right and the fucking inner voice Really needs to shut the fuck up yeah, we don't have time for her. <laughs> She's a bitch. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive Guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. And now I have picked a handful. All right, a little more than a handful of Kill Me Nows from our favorite guests that we've had on. These are people who are very passionate about things that piss them off. There's so many more where this came from, so we're probably going to have to do another one of these. But here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, to begin the plethora of Kill Me Now moments from my incredible guests, we're going to start with the one and only Amy Schumer.
5: What makes me the most mad of anything in the whole world? When people come to look at a hotel gym, they're not... (laughs) Using that. it, they and they just walk, around walk around and say, "Oh, that, fucking... maybe I'll use that machine right. when I come back here." And they come in, a I couple, know, and I'm like, "Get, Get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here!" here. Either I, use it. That is my favorite. <laughs> That it, is. It makes my blood boil. And all, I take
0: pictures of them. That's I film fucking I and I send it to friends. That is my favorite thing. <laughs> I'm I'm working out. I'm sweaty. And yep. they come in like, hey, we're new at the hotel. and Yes. Let me check this out. They just checked in. Yeah.
5: They want to see all the facilities they have access right. to. It makes me
0: insane. I know. I fucking hate that. I'm on that. the verge of screaming at them. I know. I hate. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I love that
5: no they do it all the time what is that though it and that then they check happens. out the pool and the right. jacuzzi and they probably never use any of that shit right 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 they're just are like okay they're like not yeah. even staying at the hotel oh wow this is worth it <laughs> yeah this is worth it they're I, uh, deliberating if right. it's good enough for them yeah, to yeah I mean I'm
0: not going to use any of the shit but
5: <laughs> okay it has yes. it here and you're sweating and you're working out and they just kind of like stare you right. like you're in a zoo
0: wait this is the worst <laughs> when they come in together, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And like a man and a woman or something. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, you know, they're clearly just checked in. <laughs> they have khakis <laughs> on. Yeah. And one of them Low picks, up, so, picks yes! up a
4: weight! One of
5: them uh, picks up a weight! Oh my God, or they'll get on the bike, right? just like, well, this is how yeah. oh, like, we be. Oh, like, wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, <laughs> I want to strangle them.
0: Next up is a guy who I adore and um, is just beyond hilarious. Here he is with his Kill Me now moment, Artie Lang. As a comic,
2: fake, uh, you know, fake outrage. Oh, I fuck. I fuck! I fuck! I can't! I, I, I fuck! Because that know. affects my living, and it affects my my. I really hate. I really I hate the strong word, but the fake no, out, the fake outrage. I don't like the people who tell people they should be offended. Right. I don't like people who go. Because that's a patronizing, condescending, racist thing. Right, right. I don't like like white ultra liberals who tell black people they should be offended by something. Right. Because essentially what they're saying is you're, you're not smart enough. I'm going to tell right, you right, why. Right. 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 That and they pretend to be outraged by it. That fake outrage is is so I hate fake deplorable yeah. to me. Real outrage, I, I admire. Right. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Uh, but but the, and there's the, so much of it. The fake outrage that's done just for their benefit. Yeah. Al Sharpton's a okay. perfect example. Yeah. Al Sharpton Al Sharp, is the guy who, 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 who it's all for him. All that outrage he's Well, he hasn't
0: paid his taxes. He's a
2: businessman. All
0: I say about Al, I've met him, he's very nice. Tawana Brawley. That's all I think he's about. He's a bullshitter. When I, when I see right. him, I cannot forget Tawana Brawley.
2: Yeah, he's a bullshitter.
0: And his he doesn't look good, Finn.
2: Uh, and he mm. does look odd. He,
6: he looks like bobblehead. a fucking bobblehead. He looks
2: like a coin from the
0: sun. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, the incredible, the beautiful, the talented, Michelle Buteau. Oh
4: my God. There's a fucking list. That's not okay. There's a fucking list. Okay. Okay. You know what the list is? Oh my god, here it goes. Fucking useless, useless basic bitches who show up and want to be pretty and have nothing to add. Right. I don't give a fuck if you if you are a model. Fucking do something, okay? We're all <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm a size 18 that I'm Octavia Spencer in every movie and I'm supposed to get your shit. Right. Number one. Number two. If I hit you with Black Lives Matter, don't hit me with All Lives Matter. You fucking. Oh, you I fucking fuck, fucking fuck that shit. Fuck, that's that not what we're talking about exactly exactly and don't fucking hit me with just like well why does it matter that they don't have a bathroom or they have a bathroom when it comes to trans people you are fucking you are a fucking
0: idiot okay you know. yes you know, i always say to people when they're like out of the bathroom that i go when you're on a plane what the fuck ba- do you care who's in the fucking bathroom
7: before you so shut the fuck up shut the fuck up also
4: kill me now okay yeah because that. Fucking bullshit. And these are friends of mine that are saying this shit. I'm just like, you are really showing your goddamn fucking colors. People who don't vote because they don't think their voice matters, or they just don't think it's really gonna count. I can't, that, that.
0: Fucking leave the country. Go somebody else. Go somewhere else. And you think about how many people died for the right to vote, and that women didn't get the right to vote till 1920. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. When people hit me with that, but I'm not political, it's
4: not about you now. It's about everybody fucking else. So look out for your neighbor because you get to be you off the backs of fucking people that work for your fucking right to be a lazy fucking cunt watching Bravo. (laughs) I I love
2: you. (laughs) Mm.
0: I love this next guy. I actually did an episode of Wings years and years ago and met him there. And he's he's a superstar. He is a superstar. I can't even believe he was on my podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, Tim Daly.
6: My most irrational thing, yeah, actually is, I mean, there are a lot of things, right? But the thing that has almost gotten me killed twice, really, yeah, littering. Oh, when, I when people fucking, litter, I, when it, they throw shit, on, my hair catches on fire. I get so fucking pissed I, off. I
0: I I tap him on the shoulder and go.
6: Well, that's what I did. I th- I, stopped, I s- said to this bike messenger who threw some shit. I said, "Hey, man, why don't you pick that up and throw it in the garbage?" And he took a knife out of his <gasps> thing. I was like, "Never mind. I'll be running." Um,
0: no way. Yeah.
6: He was just gonna stab but me. But it's like I told him you, not to litter
0: It's when you see them do. It's like, it's so upsetting. Like you just throw shit on the fucking ground. Like this is our space.
6: Yeah. It's bad. What
0: was the second time you got, almost got killed?
6: Uh, he took. A it was nike. a bunch of teenagers who were knocking over. You know, they were throwing shit around. I was right. like, come on, you guys. Pick that shit up and put it in the garbage. Right. And they, and they got all puffed up and stuff. And I wasn't really afraid of them, but they were scary a little bit. Ugh. And yeah, kill me. I mean, these literate people are literate. Right. Come on.
0: I Man, know. It's, it's disgusting. disgusting. And ridiculous. there's a fucking garbage. Right there. On every corner. Yeah. She is a force to be reckoned with. And uh, she uh, she gets pissed off, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeannie Gaffigan. One of the other things, kill me now, is when people say yep or yup to me. I'm like, you know, did you have a nice date? Yep. yep. It's so noncommittal. I, it's like, are you angry? Food. Yeah. I mean, is it, are you angry at me? Yeah. Yup. Yup and yup. I mean, I what I... I hate yup, and I hate when I, if I... If I wrote if I wrote an article or if I did this and I said oh did you like it yeah it was good I don't like the word good like I only like the word good if it applies to a person like they're a good person but not my work it's not good my work is fucking amazingly great you fucking I would asshole. rather hear that it was terrible than good yeah good sucks
8: this is the other word I hate
0: cute oh my mom hates the word
9: cute I hate it my mom raised me she was like. I was like, oh, look, it's cute. That's so cute on you. And I was like, cute means short, fat, and bow legged.
0: (laughs) I'm gigantic. And people will be like, oh, that looks cute on me. Nothing looks cute on me. Nothing. I'm fucking huge. Fucking assholes. I hate everyone. (laughs) Oh, that's a cute top. No, it's not a cute top. A fucking NFL player could fit in the (sighs) top. You do, cute. That's cute. That's great. Cute. Oh, I saw your cute piece you did. It wasn't cute. There is nothing cute <laughs> about me. <laughs> You're lying. Uh, how about our next guest and his kill me now moment? I mean, how about how I, I actually had Joey Fatone on my podcast. That's some, that's pretty incredible. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Joey Fatone.
9: Or another thing that really pisses me off. If I fucking, if you text me. If you text me with a question and I respond back and I ask you a question and you don't respond within another two hours or three hours go by, I want to fucking punch somebody in the face. I, you're wait, the person that's, but you're that's the one that asked me the question. It. That drives me freaking You nuts. know what
0: fucking pisses me off? Someone will start texting with you and then you'll you'll answer and then they just stop. And then it's like, you don't end it. You
9: fucking, I end it. Or just say, say, hey, I'm busy. Sorry, something. Right.
0: Like, I get, who gets the power to end the conversation? Me. Right. Fucking tell me. I want the last one. I ate, not knowing Uh when to stop. It's like.
9: like, Because that's my point. I'll keep going.
0: Right. Or if they don't
9: answer, I'm like, oh, cool. That's funny. What else? Oh, that's great. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. I do the same thing. It's Uh, fucking mental. That pisses me
9: off. Yeah, Yeah, people, people that are, that are full of shit, people that don't deliver, Ow. and people that don't text back.
0: Our next guest with her Kill Me Now moment, I love her, and I love doing the episode with her because during the episode we realized we both live well, I grew up in Clark, New Jersey, and she lived there as well. It was incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura Prepon.
10: This is gonna this is like a weird quirk that I have. I love but it. When it comes to recycling,
0: yeah,
10: I am so Especially in New York, when you see all the garbage bags and stuff right. piled up on the street, I I can't help but think about the landfills where all this stuff is going and recycling and everything. It drives me crazy. So when I have to clean out particular containers, because I'm the one who, like, rinses out the containers to make sure that they can fully recycle it. Right. And I have such limited time having two kids and all the stuff that we have to do, and especially with the self-isolation and everything. We're, like, running a school. We're running a restaurant. doing my virtual bookstore, which I'm so thankful to be doing. Trust me. Yeah. Having to clean out these particular containers, like peanut butter or something. Right, 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 right. I I get so pissed off at my own kind of neuroses for having to make sure it's clean so it can be recycled. I just get really pissed off. And then when I see other stuff in the recycling bin that's not, that's something else in my Uh. house. I have to take it out of the bin and do it myself. Like no that, fucking way. I take it out and I clean it up. Oh my God. So that, that I'm just like,
0: can we all right. just be neurotic about this? Right. kind of kills me. I know. I have to clean it out too. I have that to. That kills I, me. I know. And then you feel, and if you don't clean it out, then you feel like, oh fuck. Yeah, exactly. later you go back. You're like, all right, I'll take the tuna fish out. You fucking asshole.
10: That's exactly <laughs> it. I know it's, I, and it makes me so. I'm just like, ugh. I'm uh, angry about my thing to have to clean it out, right? And then to and have, then it, like, if, I, if someone else puts it in the garbage, that I have to then take out. I'm like, right? God damn it, you know, fucker.
0: Our next guest, we did a live episode with at his club. He's really one of the most talented artists of our generation, and I was I felt so lucky to be able to interview him and here is his kill me now moment and what pisses him off Alan Cumming
9: so one of the things that makes me crazy is that um, is that American people call that long thing that's like a chair that's not quite a sofa they call it a chaise lounge oh yeah yeah and it's a fucking chaise long, people it's a long Oh, it's a chaise it's long. Chaise and they've spelled the they've missed the O and the U they, round and right. called it lounge because they think of the lounge chairs. It's chaise long is the thing, and that drives <laughs> nuts. <laughs> and also that the is way, the also the way that American people pronounce croissant.
0: Why? How do you say croissant? Croissant. Say it again.
9: Croissant. 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 But like cro- croissant. I know, right? No, I want, I just want. So that's. I think bad. I think American people's bad pronunciation of French words drives me right. fucking nuts. So Chaise wall Oh, oh Long. Notre Dame is on fire. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> people. Yeah. It's not anyway, blah blah.
0: Chaise long. Is it chaise long? Yeah. I'm gonna say that I next time I go to a like long room chair, and board it's or something. Not a, it's
9: not a lounge chair. So
0: if I went in and said I'm looking for a chaise long.
9: Depends where you were. Do you, do you're in you New think Jersey, they'd they be like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah.
9: I <laughs> if in America they'd say what, yeah. what the fuck. Yeah. But if it was my shop, I would say I've got the very thing for you,
0: madam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love you. Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger Liquid IV, That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it, and so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And, you know, it's getting warmer out, and what does that mean? Summer. Oh, God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate, and that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients and it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick and that's why liquid iv is the number one powered hydration brand in america okay and i love it i use it every day ben's basketball team uses it it is a science-backed formula that works it keeps you hydrated and they have sugar free. They have sugar free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar free. Okay, but Elisa does the sugar free. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a long time sponsor and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna turn your ordinary, ordinary, Can't speak. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Judy Gold at checkout. That's J U D Y G O L D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. Our next guest is hilarious. She is a hilarious, like, performer, you know, live performer, comedian, but also an incredible actor. I just love to her on. And she is pissed off about something. You want to know what it is? You'll hear it now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mary Lynn Rice Cub.
7: When a pedestrian tells me to go ahead and I'm in the car, and they're like, oh, here you go. I'm just like... Oh, no. you're gonna fucking tell me in my car when to go? Like, fuck you. <laughs> go ahead.
10: <laughs>
6: no,
0: no. That's-, That's a really good one. I hate that too. Or, oh, you know what I, when someone, when I'm parking and someone decides to come over and be like, oh, you're okay. It's like, I know, I know where I am. I know I'm okay. You know, like when they, <laughs> they try to come over and do the like, you know, like like you're landing like, a plane. don't help me. Yeah, I it's like, me. I know how to fucking park, asshole. I don't need you fucking coming out. Like, get out of my life. Oh,
7: I'll I, tell you one, one little thing. It's not an annoying, it's actually, you just reminded me. It probably is my own behavior. This guy, this, I think this shows me as a psycho, quite honestly. Because you know how, like, the little things in COVID, yeah. like the trip to the pet store. So I'm yeah. like, oh, this is luxurious. And I'm right. like the guy, really good salesman starts like upselling me. Oh, did you try, you should try wet food. My fucking cat does not eat wet food. (laughs) Like the cats need more water. Like they actually don't get enough water. And I'm like, oh really? And like, he really cares and he's engaging with me. He's like, well, you should get your cat like a fountain. I was like, great. And I love, like, I just was like, oh, he's helping me. I I got something special for my cat. My fucking cat is a maniac. He's huge. I got him in the divorce ceramic fountain with two pieces. He's looking at it, he's stalking it. I'm like, he just needs to get used to it. He's gonna love it, it's a cat fountain. He knocks it off, like, fuck you fountain. And I was like, (laughs) I go to take it back. I know I'm in the wrong, but, and this I'm proud of myself because I'm expressing rage even though I know I'm in the wrong. And I get there and I'm like, hey, I need to return this. And he goes, oh, we can't, like it's COVID times. We can't return it. And I go, why don't you just throw it in the fucking trash then? I go, you sold this to me. This doesn't work for me. Like, I want my money back. He goes, no, you can't. And I go, just throw it in the trash then. And I left it there and I walked out. And I, I felt really great. And I never do shit like that. I felt really great. And then I was like, whoa, that was crazy. And I felt fantastic. And then like four minutes later, I was like so bummed i was like so shamed i was like how right. oh, you left that perfectly good you could have given it to somebody you're <laughs> like you fucking idiot like why did you oh nice stamp you were making because i felt that's like so helpless funny. i was like okay i'm covid crazy right. but also like i need to express my rage because i right really. but oh then...
0: my god that's a... will you be going to that pet store again
7: no i avoid it now okay. right <laughs>
0: This next guest was also a live podcast we did at the Daryl Roth Theater. She was so kind enough to uh, let us use her space. And I just love, I love him so much. He is, he's an icon and he is adorable. Ladies and gentlemen, with his Kill Me Now moment, it is Isaac Mizrahi.
11: Restaurant service. <laughs> Restaurant service makes me insane.
0: Like, like how?
11: how? And I had an I had like an event. I had like a okay. I, I made a scene at Mayalino. You know that place down there. Yes. Delicious, delicious, delicious. But I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take it. I it was like early and it was like brunch, and the guy was like. Forever, We were sitting there for 20 minutes without a cup of fucking coffee. Right. right? Oh, I can't stand that. basically you go to Elephant and Castle, and within six seconds you have right. a cup of very good coffee. Right. right. And it takes them forever. Anyway, finally, he comes over to the table, and I go, oh, I'll have some tea, please. And my husband goes, I'll have a coffee. And then my friend goes, I'm going to have the pancakes. And he goes, I think I'm going to take the drink order first. <laughs>
10: Oh, sorry. And, uh, no, I no. I said. Bump I said. Him.
11: I said. Excuse me. If she wanted a drink, she probably would have. He said. I'm gonna call the manager. I swear to God. No. Even after I said, you know, if she wanted a drink, she probably would have. And he said, I'm gonna. I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to call. I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You're uncomfortable. You're a shitty waiter. That's what you said. You said are. that? Yes. And I was like, We're leaving. And we, I, six people, and we left. And I said to the woman as I walked out, I was like, I'm sorry. I love this place. It's delicious, but I can never come here again. I can't come and here. And what did she again. say? She's like, Oh, we're so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, No, sorry. I can never come here again.
7: Now, so I, I
11: have I really, a question. And then about... they go, Do you have any allergies or whatever? No, I don't. But that's a good question. Thank right. you. Thank you so much for asking me that fucking question. Now, you know what I mean? It's right. like, I didn't know. I, if I had an allergy, I would tell you probably. Right, right, right.
12: You'd say,
0: oh, it's is this Yeah, I, this I have in an allergy yeah. to
11: whey protein or something. Right. Yeah you do no my husband does oh that's annoying
0: wait so was the guy gay the waiter gay i don't
11: know he looked like a bear he had like a beard and sort uh, of, yeah oh fuck him no i like bears i really no, do no i mean I fuck him to as a waiter like him yes right. i did i really did he
0: know who, to like he had to know who you are no
11: i don't care i don't I, honestly i don't want preferential treatment i just want not to be told that the drink order is the drink
0: what you know when I first started doing the podcast, I knew there were you know some guests that I knew that I wanted to have on, and this next guest and her "kill me now" moment. She's so brilliant and is someone I looked up to as a comedian because I I would watch her when I was in high school, and she was so. I mean, her jokes were so terrific, and so she has so much material, and she really was in the thick of it in the clubs and the only woman at the time i have always been a huge fan of her so it was such a treat to have her on ladies and gentlemen with her kill me now moment the one the only elaine Boozler. um you know what
13: willful ignorance yes because I didn't graduate high school. And I love when they call me, well, you elite, you coast elite. Oh, elites. I know. And I think, honey, I didn't graduate high school. I was beaten every day of my life. I, you have no idea. Right. You know, I, I thank you for calling me an elite. What right. a great compliment. Thank you. But, you know, didn't it used to be a, a kind of a great honor to be called elite? Right. I mean, was it elite flying on right. United Airlines? And that was a great thing. Now it's a shame to have an education. Right. And my education was self self.
0: I mean, you're Done. fucking brilliant. You, know, I can, learned you, know, it-
13: you can pick up a book, fuckheads. Exactly. And right. the fact that no one wants to, the fact that they want to sit there with, you know, MAGA signs and listen right. to this piece of flotsam, you know, talk. Right. And they don't understand. You know, I'm going to be fine. Right. You're going to be fine. Right. They're going to die soon because right. they're not going to have any... Any medical coverage? Thank goodness, you know right. the house changed, and they may get some saved. Right. But if
0: the house but hadn't to know that's why.
13: No, they're, they're not, not going to know, know that's why. why. But to not understand, you know, it's that great meme of the you know women voting Republican and it's right. the woman sitting there punching herself in the right. face, and that's the meme. It's like black people in the KKK, right? Jews for, you know, Jews for the Nazi party. Right. There's no difference. The nor- the regular middle class who supports him doesn't understand
0: what's going on. Here or there, but it has to be willful. And that he doesn't give a fucking shit about you. And all those people at his fucking rallies, he wouldn't let them into Mar-a-Lago. That's the whole point. They're not invited to the White House. They're not invited
13: to. They're not going to play golf on his golf courses. Fucked up the whole fucking White House. And the thing, you know, the the thing, the willful ignorance, the desire to be dumb, the desire to be blind. That's what makes people dangerous. Right. Right. You know, I didn't want to be dumb when I got out of high school right. with no diploma and i traveled the world you know luckily for work i got right. that opportunity but even if i never traveled the world i would have picked up a book and learned something But did you know you were smart like you have no to have no known. i never passed anything except you know french in high school and english so i knew those were my I gifts mean, but language oh. no and i wasn't smart i was so dumb i'll tell you you said you worked the improv when silver yeah. uh, owned it uh I was such a bad waitress because I was terrified and cowed because of my childhood that I, right. I couldn't waitress. I made a million mistakes. I only waitress for two nights before they made me the hostess because right. you don't lift things. Right. You don't get to carry a drink. But literally, I had so many mistakes on my check the first night. It's the first word Silver Friedman ever said to me in my whole you know, decades of knowing right. her. Well, she wasn't Jewish. My fr- Silver was. She? Wasn't oh, she was. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, the first thing Silver Friedman ever said to me: She looked at my check with all the mistakes, and she said, "Great teeth, but you're dumb." <laughs> and and me being as dumb as I was said, "Really, great teeth?" Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't great. know any better. I don't even know what to say about our next kill me now moment person. When I first started working in new york city at Catch rising star i used to just sit and and watch her because i would stay there really late. you know i wouldn't get on till like two or three in the morning um and she would come in and i and at one point when i was very young her her daughter would come with her because her daughter was in high school and i would hang out with eve in the back um but this woman made me laugh and still continues to make me laugh and is such a hero and just really embodies what it means to be a comedian and speaking truth to power. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the hilarious Joy Behar.
12: I think stupidity. Yeah. I can't stand stupid. I can't. I hate stupid. I ran into a guy, King Cullen, twice now. The guy comes over to me. Why do you not like Trump? And I give him three reasons. And he says, well, Hillary lied. To, and I say, it's too stupid. I can't. I can't talk right. to you anymore now. And I walk away from him. Because he's such a sexist. He grabs women by the pussy, and people still like him. And he's such a hypocrite. Oh, I can't stand him. I, I, can't, I, know. I know him very well. You know, I went to his wedding to Marla. You did? I was at his wedding. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell was there. Yes. Can you imagine? his I, two? He, the two women who hate him the most were at his wedding. I love you. But you know what? As, yeah. as FDR once famously said, I, I dated him. He said, <laughs> he said, I welcome the hate. I welcome the hate. This next guy... Is Well, I can't even
0: say it's just him, but it's him and his husband. They're just the best. They're the best. He loves to give me a hard time, but he's so fucking talented. You all know him. Hilarious. I don't know how they do it. They work 24 fucking hours a day. Ladies and gentlemen, next up is Seth Rudetsky and his husband,
12: James Wesley. I cannot take that people walk down the street with headphones on. Oh. It in infuriates me because it is a complete denial of the fact that you are in society so people want because what happens is in the old days you could be like oh wow what a cute dog or i love you jack be a normal person but literally or you can go by the way do you know where starbucks is but anytime i want to say anything to anybody it's like first of all either a blank face and then finally 20 minutes taking the year and i'm like what do you what is that important you have to fucking listen to I can't tell you how it enrages me. It, it enrages me, James. Well, uh, can I just comment on that? Yes. Sure. I, d- I put the
0: earphones in and don't play anything because so many people stop me in my neighborhood and I don't
12: want to have conversations with them. But I'm not listening to anything. So I did pick up on the fact that, that you're trying to block people out. I mean, that's the, that's what I find. I, I just find it Well, weird. it's just <laughs> like I know something. And they're like,
0: Judy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I can't. <gasps>
12: Okay. You know, I well, can't you just do the fake cell phone phone But it's calls? easier
0: to, yeah, it's easier to um, look the other way when you have headphones in and they won't, bu- I just right. think they won't. All right. Whatever. I hear you. All right. It annoys me. All right, go ahead.
8: Talking during a show or a movie.
0: Oh, wait a
12: minute! Like this is about me. So, no,
0: no, I, I, I,
12: I asked what pisses you. Got. I I know, I know, but he's literally referring to me because James I didn't say him. that. I didn't
8: That's say exactly. you. Why are you turning
12: red then? We'll be watching a show, and I'll have some sassy, fun comments that anyone else would appreciate. I'm with James. Wait a minute. You don't talk. Elisa. Doesn't shut the fuck up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, right. it's so annoying. And like, but the I'm shit. interesting. She's probably like therapy and annoying. No, no. She'll be what? We watch the news. I'm just doing that. Yeah. We'll that. be
0: watching Thomas. the news. Yeah. And oh, really? Yeah. Well, why don't you fuck? I'm like, I'm trying to listen to the rest of the Thank point. You. And she goes off. Yeah. Well, if you're fucking, you why do the Republicans go. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Elisa, we're not even listening to the answer because you're right.
8: fucking talking. So here's the worst I- thing that's happened. Technology-wise, no. No. It has to do with the DVR where you can be allowed to pause. So it happened last night. Seth and I were watching something. And I'm like, I want to be able to... I'm in the moment of the emotion of what's happening on the screen. I want to actually continue feeling the emotion instead of putting it on pause. And I'm like,
12: pause for a second. What What do you think of her outfit? (laughs) So it's like something...
8: So, like, I hate that we actually... I love the DVR, but I hate that we actually can pause
0: things. So I... Was cast in a sitcom in 1994 that uh, called All American Girl. It was with Margaret Cho, and playing her brother was our next guest. And he has remained in my life and a friend and a confidant and just another live. And here was another live um, podcast recording. We did a club coming, and he's he's a gem. He is a gem just so smart and ugh I just love him ladies and gentlemen B.D. Wong that pisses you off when people say
14: are you oh Oh, that pisses me off and the other thing is like um do I know you or you look so familiar but I don't know who you are kind of thing or 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 um um them saying they I love it when the people say oh are you're not are are you and then you say yes I am and they go I knew it
12: Oh,
0: I know. I hate they,
14: that. No, you didn't. You didn't. But that doesn't piss me off as much as as a general sense of people not using their um, brains to their potential.
0: Oh, I can. I know, right? We
14: all have the brain. Right. We can do what we want with it, and you see it out there now. You see it, of course, with the president and all that stuff. I don't know what his brain is capable of doing, actually, right. people, but he's yeah. not using it. He's he's so selfish that he right. won't. You won't even use his own brain properly. He doesn't even feel he has the need to have to know anything. Right, I know. Right? So that is a that's an extension of something that's a pet peeve of mine. Like, you know, how how hard is it to figure out that you should not stand in front of the door on the subway when other people are getting? Oh, off? I fucking fuck. How how hard is that to figure I out? I know. It's, it's just Get a, the it's just fuck. Intelligence.
0: And let me off, you yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. Or turn
14: to the side. Right. Or something. It's it's it's. it's that, that to me is symbolic of a kind of not thinking. What about I the like looking
0: to, at your phone while you're walking down? And you're like behind the person. Right. Or no, they fucking move over to the right. Yeah.
14: They're going up the stairs. Stairs. From the subway. I hate
0: that. Yeah. 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 And they're like, oh. And I'm like, no.
14: Yeah. So that is not, those little individual things are representative to me of someone being in their own head, not being out thinking, using their right, brain right. to get outside of themselves because I like the. Like I said, I think the human connection is the thing that makes us really special. We really, we're really, really into it. Like, I, that makes me feel alive when I'm able to connect to somebody. So even on the subway, that's part of it. Right. Like, let's work together or something. Yeah. I think, so how hard is that?
0: Okay, you can have a Kill Me Now without ever having this guest on. You can't really have a comedy podcast without, you know, including this next guest. He is a legend. He is a fucking genius. He is hilarious, kind. He's I mean, he's he's really one of the most incredible people I've ever met in this industry. Uh, and he's the real deal and I am just I'm the honestly honored and humbled to know him. He's so fucking great. The one the only Lewis Black.
15: Help on the computers. Anytime it says help on anything, pretty much 90%, not only the computer itself, but then if you go to a site and you're trying to figure something out, you go to help. Because help is never help. In Apple, they don't help you. Nobody helps you. There's no sense of, I'm not a fucking moron. You didn't fucking, nobody, you got nobody in IT, you got nobody over there who could have come up with really how you do this. Right. You got to, you go to, go to this. Well, this doesn't exist. Right. This is nothing that I, I go there. There are no symbols that are a symbol for that. You fucking lying sacks of shit. Ma, not, Microsoft might as well just write it in Arabic. Right. For all you know, and and, and <laughs> Apple, Apple is always like, you know, it's kind of like, hey, it's not a problem. It yeah. Calm be, down. Wait, wait. Yeah, what about I when you call reason. them? They're like, hey, how's your day going? <laughs> I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. care. Yeah.
0: Can it's we not? Because yeah. I gotta fucking call you. Yeah, that's, that's how shitty my day is. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
15: Mine. I've always go. Uh, yeah. It's going really well. It's going really really well. I said, you know, I'm going to I just fucking, those it, 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 you know, are you having a good day? I said, really, you expect me to really I'm, share with you? You know,
0: our next guest, we always tease each other when we see each other that we would have been best friends in high school, and we totally would have been best friends in high school. You know, I know I've been saying everyone's talented, but this guy's so fucking talented. He is a musician, of course, and he has worked with the you know you got to listen to his episode. It's fucking amazing, his life. I mean, there would be no cabaret without this guy, and he's so cute and adorable, ladies and gentlemen, with his "kill me now" moment. Billy Stretch. What pisses you off more than anything? Need to like makes you fucking so angry.
11: No problem. Oh, hmm. you know when you say thank you, you're doing a transaction or yeah. something. Well, thank you to the. I'm first of all, I'm saying thank you to right. the person who you know. Right. That's, worth, that's wrong. And then they say back, no problem. I'm like, really? No problem? It's your fucking job. Yeah. Why are you saying? So-
0: Wait, this is, I have, like, we have that a guard sense. slash doorman. And it's not really a doorman Like comes to our building, like, yeah. at five o'clock to one o'clock and leaves early all the time. And I take pictures and then send it to the super. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> I'm always take a picture of the empty desk. And anyway, so I always I say. I for an empty desk here. I, right. s- I always say, um, good night. And they go, Okay.
11: No, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> right. Right. okay. Good morning. morning. Okay. 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 No. I Say
11: good morning. I am good so a- with I mean. you,
0: I'm so with you. Okay. And the only answer to thank you is you're welcome. Right. Come again. No problem. Whatever. Wait, but this no is another no. one I hate. Ready? Uh, how you doing? Can't complain. Yes, you can! You can complain! You can fucking complain. Everyone can complain. Sure. And of course, the wonderful you know, this guy I've known since he started doing standup. He is, he's a quality person, even though he hasn't had me on his podcast, which is my kill me now moment, uh, right now. He's hilarious. He's a good guy. He loves his martini. He's a dad. He's just, you know, you know, you bond with some people in this business and he's really, he's a, you know, he's my friend and I love him. Ladies and gentlemen, with his kill me now moment, the one, the only Tom
8: Papa. The thing that's really, that really bothers me. It's its so funny. Like these things, the thing I'm going to say almost seems trite when there's a pl- pandemic going right. on. Uh, you know, it's like, I wonder how long it's going to take for comedians to complain about, you know, airplanes. No. Uh, but it is the the um, playing of devices without earphones. Oh! in public places, oh, timing oh, in public oh, places. Oh, they, they're ruining all of my favorite places in the world. Oh, Great lounges, God. quiet bars, and then to have somebody playing videos, playing video games, doing all this stuff without any AirPods. That is really- I, You know what? Want to take I to
0: fucking love you for saying that because there are so many times, like I'll be on the bus or yeah. something, or I'll be waiting for the, and then someone will be on their phone Talking with the phone to their ear and the person's on speaker. So it's like you hear the other person and, and it's like, sh- well, no one fucking wants to hear your fucking conversation. I know. And, and then you're at dinner oh. having a conversation and someone's there with their kid and it's like, ming, 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 ming,
8: ming, ming, ming. And yeah. the, right, exactly. The lack there's, I, when I go to New York, I stay at the Soho Grand, which has this beautiful lounge for breakfast in the morning. It's just soft couches and quiet music and beautiful people. And could, I could sit there and write all morning long. And then somebody sits at the couch across from me and starts watching funny videos on YouTube. with The speaker up. And they, I, I just look at them like, why do you think, don't, right. don't you see you're the only person making noise right, right. now? Right. They need, don't, ugh.
0: We need
10: audio
8: distancing.
0: That's what we need.
8: Oh, it'd be so great. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, so that bothers, that bothers me. All right, well, that was good. I like that one. <laughs>
0: That's it, folks. That, those are the those are the kill me now moments we've chosen for the three hundredth episode. There will be more, hopefully episodes like this because you know you got to revisit you got to revisit and i've been so lucky to have so many incredible people um tell me what pisses them off the most you know it's really been a delight and my mother used to say it's been a delight judith so i can't thank you enough for listening to our 300th episode can you fucking believe it please you know, I'm very. This is a labor of love. I have to say, this this podcast is a labor of love. I don't, you know, I don't make any money from this podcast, but I love it. I love doing it. I love hearing people's stories, and I love hearing what make what pisses people off. So, I want to thank you all so much for listening. As we've mentioned, Kill Me Now is produced by Laura Vogel. It's edited by Colin Schmailing That Brit, you met Brittany. Brittany Joe Sowards, my assistant. You met Laura, Colin. You know believe me he's uh, he's he's editing right now but they're all great so i want to thank them and i also want to ask you to please subscribe please leave a rebu- review please tell everyone about my podcast please five stars please um please buy my book please go to my um website judygold.com follow me on insta and twitter at judygold Judy you know because i'm a jew but I just, again, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. For all of you who've been listening uh, for a long time or just started listening, thank you. It is my my pleasure, my joy. Um, I love, I mean, I know I'm Nancy negative, but I do love people, so... I just want to say thank you all so much. And uh, please wear a mask if you have, you know, indoors, just be careful. Please get vaxxed. I can't with the not vaxxing. That's my kill me now. I did a show the other night and there were four women in the front and they're like, oh, it, it doesn't work. The mask doesn't work and I'm not getting a vaccine. Okay, fine. Then get the fuck away from me and get out of the club. So really. I can't wait for this fucking thing to be 100% over. Um, But thank you again, all. I I love you. And here's to 300 more. So long!
15: And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.
16: Mother's Day is almost here.